We're Dylan and Joe. Welcome to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. And this month in December, Joe, how are we doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I'm a little bit itchy. I'm about to scratch that itch because I've been itching to record another podcast with you. It's been too long, but we're back in action. And what yeah, episode we, we have for you today? Yeah, we uh, we sincerely apologize. We don't even know what happened. Uh, it started to get colder and Joe's catalytic converters got cut off his car and that just really delayed us. Um, <laughs> threw us for a loop. Threw us for a loop and so we've just been recovering from uh, from yeah, the changes in bad. weather and Joe's, Joe's Honda having, you know, we can't do a podcast without an exhaust working. Exactly. And also, you know, as well as I do, when you have to uh, drive your car like Fred Flintstone with your feet in the wintertime, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. In the summer, tough. I can kind of do it, but in the wintertime, when you have those cold feet and you're just trying to get to work on time, just yabba dabba do, it really wears on me. I just need to take a little break. And obviously, I mean, you're jet setting all around the world like the international playboy you are. So you're a busy guy. And we had uh, Thanksgiving come up. So we had a couple of, you know, little stops in the road. But don't worry. Don't worry. Why are you worried? Don't worry. We're still here. We're, We're here. here. We're back. All's good. This and you know, it'd be episode. one thing if, if you had to Fred Flintstone your car all the way around. If you, um, I was, I was reading or listening. Uh, no, I think I was reading um, oh, okay. about uh, this guy, this one guy who um, he decided to walk for, who, to, to just not wear shoes for a year. Just recently. Cool, cool idea to begin. Yeah. With. No shoes for a year because he wanted to reignite his caveman feet, which we all have. Mm-hmm. So our feet beat the hell out of yourself so you can get them back, pretty much right? just like walk the shit out of yourself and our feet will eventually your toes will expand like this. Like they like move out like that. And then you develop like massive calluses on your, your heels and your balls, your feet and stuff like that. So you can like grab yeah, trees because your foot around. has to like make a shoe for you because you're not <clears throat> our little tender feet are not meant to walk around the world, but if you have those calluses and everything, yeah, you can. Well, here's the thing. So this is where I, I want to meet this guy halfway. Our feet are developed, are, are intended to walk around uh, the earth as it was, you know, 14,000 years ago, not around the city. Yeah, with asphalt and glass and glass and, and cigarette butts and broken fucking car parts and like yeah. metal and all these things. So I saw, what was I watching? I don't know if it was, um, if it was Apocalyptico, Apocalyptica, the movie, Apocalypta. Apocalypto, I think it's Apocalypto. Um, they wear like ropes around the inside of their feet. So like, like this part right here. Cause it doesn't touch the ground as much. Right. Well, exactly. So, so instead of walking on these two things, it balances the foot out more. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's okay to meet people halfway and do it like that. If this guy sure. wanted. Yeah. So I wouldn't go full barefoot cause that could be painful. But if he did just a rope, a rope shoe might be okay. I'd go with that uh, Japanese uh, wood block. It just is a little string oh, yeah. on your toes, and then you just have a fucking block of wood. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Those are classic. Quite a, quite a good way to walk like a robot. So, mm-hmm. just dunk, dunk, dunk. yeah. I mean, that's got to be the opposite of the natural walking of feet to have a flat wooden plank under your foot at all times. That's not the natural way that your foot's built to walk. Yeah. No, that's not good for anything. Like, the opposite is like in prison, they sleep on really thin pieces of cotton on like concrete or something like that, where you end up, your back ends up kind of adjusting. Like we're kind of meant to just sleep on the grass anyway, but sure. we're not supposed to walk on pieces of wood. No. For shoes. Not, that's not happening. Now you, lo- you listen to us Dutch people. We're calling you out. 
Oh, and their weird Dutch shoes. Yeah, the wooden clogs. Oh yeah, dude. I had a guy my try to sell me those. Like there, she's he's like, oh, you, I'm the importer of these weird fucking Dutch shoe things, and he was telling me the best shoes ever, and they're like wicked expensive. No I was way. like, yeah, they're so ugly. They're decorations. They like, they're not shoes. I mean, well, they look like doctor shoes. Like it's like the they're ugly to begin with, and they. Wait a look, minute, you know, I'm talking about different ones. Then they look like doctor shoes. These ones look like when SpongeBob wears like the big wooden elf shoes. That's what I'm talking about. The Dutch clogs. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. They look like doctor shoes? Yeah, look up doctor shoes. They have that same shape. Gotcha. Like that stupid ass shape. That's what they look like. <laughs> stupid ass shape. Yeah. But they're so oh, I, ugly. I, I see what you mean. Those are also clogs. Yeah. Okay. I know what you mean now. Because they were like waitresses wear those and stuff. There's their non-slip or whatever. I don't know. They're so dumb. Uh, so yeah, let's not get too off topic yeah, though. What, yeah, yeah. What, like, anyways, what, let's get what's the episode today. It's the anniversary of the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. It's been a year. It's been a year, bad boy. It's been a little. It's been a little over a year. It but has. again, we said Joe had car problems, so we took off a couple of days <laughs> from from uh, from the pod. But sorry, it's been a year. November nineteenth, twenty twenty, to November nineteenth, twenty twenty one, or December, early December, as we are now. Um, yep, but yep. yeah, one year of podcasting. Here we are. Here so we are. we're still doing so, it. We got some stuff that happened on November 19th that came before us. We've added to the chronological order of famous events in history. First mm-hmm. episode of Dylan Joe Basin podcast was published. Um, and um, <clears throat> you want to get right into this and just let's start chatting about stuff that's happened on this day. So you guys can also know on November 19th, a very special and sacred day in the DJBP, what has happened before that. Yeah, I thought that we shouldn't be selfish about our anniversary. We could share it with a bunch of other uh, big time events. The, th- the stuff on my list is not all November 19th, just that day. It's stuff around the time, yeah. you know, to celebrate in between. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's get started. Do you want to start? I just with want to fire it off with um, so many things on this list. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, specifically, <laughs> in 1551, uh, this is my favorite one so far. Um, uh, Ivan the Terrible killed his son. Classic <laughs> move. Truly living up to his name. <laughs> yep. And his son was, uh, so 1581, uh, Sarovich Ivan Ivanovich okay. was attacked by his father, Ivan the Terrible, and he, uh, three days earlier. So he, uh, on the 16th, he was attacked, whatever that means. Um, and uh, <laughs> he died three days later because Ivan the Terrible as mentioned, was very terrible, terrible mm-hmm. enough to even take the life of his son. Um, it looks like he was hit in the head by something and died on a really nice carpet. That is <laughs> one of the first things had to happen in human history on November 19th. How ironic that you take such a blow to the head and then you land on a nice, soft, voluptuous carpet. <laughs> I know. Well, but you're bleeding I mean, out. if you have, if you're, if you are anything ever in history and it's just your first name, and then an, and then an adjective, an adjective yeah <laughs> you are wealthy 
Alexander the Great. Yep. <laughs> Ivan the Terrible. Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the Impaler. Uh, Attila the Hun. <laughs> <laughs> he lived that's, up that's to the great. name the Hun, too. That's a great point. He was yeah. a Hun. He was, he, was, he was quite the Hun. Um, so <clears throat> that, was, that was in 1581, which is just so crazy because it's not that long ago that this happened. And then okay. shortly thereafter, not less, way less than 100 years, like 60 years, mm-hmm. on this day, the Mayflower reached Cape Cod, 1620. Wow. Yeah, tis the season for the, uh, the pilgrims. Yeah, and that's only 40 years before the witch trials started happening, which is even crazier. It's like yeah. that happened, and then like not that long after that shit started going down. It's a bad time. That's a bad time. Can you imagine if uh, like political leaders still acted like that? Like, what if the president of the United States murdered his son? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You'd be like, I'm the president here, not you. (laughs) And it's like anything could happen. We'll find out. The king, like I'm pretty sure, Ivan the Terrible didn't do time for murdering his son. Sure, people weren't a fan of it, but I'm pretty sure he still was terrible afterwards yeah it was just something that happened because like family governance was between the family so it was like you fucking killed his son and it was it's i wouldn't fuck with that guy <laughs> that's where that conversation ends yeah i mean he'll kill anybody he'll even kill his own son yeah it wasn't like oh we killed his son now he's gonna go to court and he's gonna do this thing in front of trial I was like no uh just don't piss that guy off <laughs> yeah, the guy's nuts but yeah i mean even, watch even, the idea of having dynasties or familial ruling classes for so long is insane it's like who's the best person to rule us like well probably that guy's kid (laughs) what just because he's already the guy it's like yeah just keep having kids and like places like north korea are still doing it now where they're like yeah whatever that person has a kid that's the next ruler it's like just because they popped one out they deserve to rule this whole entire nation of people yes it's divine rule yeah and like i said it's not that that long ago that that was still not only prevalent but it was the default like that's what happens I mean, it's still, that's still happening, even with like happens in family many and other countries. royal families, like we have kids and then they, they rule. And yeah. um, it still happens in America. <laughs> I mean, from John Quincy Adams to George W. Bush, their dads were already the ruler. And they're like, well, I should do it too, because I came out of his ball sack. So I'm just as qualified. And everyone's like, take our money. Idiots. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a weird thing, and it's 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 a real great way to show incompetence as well, because this is this is how that goes. This is how it goes. You, you, you're you're a brat like George W. Bush. You fuck up for a while. You get DUIs, and then you join the fuck. You somehow become a fighter pilot, nice. and then and then you. Um, oh, your dad being the uh, head of the CIA should probably help with that. Definitely helps with that, and then helps you, grease the wheels, as they say. Definitely grease the wheels. And then you get into power and you just right off the bat, you got to do something to show you mean business because you can't do it in a way of like, you can't do it by communication and being a good person and being like a good leader. You're like, nope, we're going to have to kill a bunch of people right off the bat <laughs> just to show people that uh, I mean business. I mean business. And George Bush, that's exactly what he did. That's so funny. It's like, I'm not just some dumb frat guy. Okay. I can show you that by bullying people weaker than me. <laughs> That'll, yeah. that'll show you yeah yep yeah humans uh that's something so um dude i don't, I don't that's so that's like one crazy thing mm-hmm. um christopher columbus discovered puerto rico on this date in 1493 really is that that was a not the first time that uh the europeans found the uh, western hemispheres or were the pilgrims and columbus around the same time i didn't know that yeah yeah so well well, well wait a minute so 
um, it was six. No, no, this is way before that. So the pilgrims were yeah, 16. Well, yeah, the, the Columbus was 200 years earlier. Or, or oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were like, oh, it was like right around then. I'm like, no, no, well, no. It, it, was, it, was in, it was November mm-hmm. of, you know, that week in November, which I thought was kind of interesting. Because when you think about discovering America, to me, it's uh, the Vikings, it's Columbus, and it's the pilgrims in my head. So it's interesting that two and the Druids. Don't forget the Druids. Don't forget the Polynesians and the Asian land bridge. There's a lot of other things I'm just saying, but immediately yep. what comes to my mind is Columbus and the Pilgrims, and they're both. Uh, I mean, Columbus's Thanksgiving probably was <laughs> a little bit different, but so was the actual Thanksgiving, which is yeah. on my list. Do you want to do the thing where we bounce back and forth, or do you want? To yeah, yeah, oh yeah, let's bounce back and forth. I'm, I'm down with that. So, but also just, just to, to a note for the Mayflower folks, uh, I went surfing last week, mm-hmm. and um, it's not a good time to be discovering Cape Cod. No, no, it's a little up? cold. It's very cold. It's <laughs> very cold. It's a lot it's colder than it was last month. Nice out. Like it's seriously cold. At least Christopher Columbus discovered Puerto Rico in November in Puerto Rico. Yeah, it was probably still like 80 degrees there. A right? little different than discovering Cape Cod like or Plymouth, wherever the fuck they went. Um, yeah, Plymouth, where they ended up, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it must have been so goddamn cold. We talked about the living conditions of people who lived in colonial America at the time. Just, just shitty, damn. gray, cold rain, getting shot with the neck with arrows. It was just like yeah, a really... After you're on a boat for whatever four months, your reward is to land in Massachusetts in November. Like, <laughs> this ought to be fun. Yeah. It'll be a fun couple of months. It's going great. Yeah. Definitely at least half of us are going to die and probably all my kids are going to die. So we'll oh, no question. Do you, do you know if they meant to land in Plymouth? Like, did someone not think this through or they just, I don't, I don't think they meant to land by chance it. not hit the keys. Like where's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know what they meant to land. I know that, that, that the only prevalent um, colony at the time was Jamestown in Virginia. So I would think that they would want to hit a little bit closer to the mason dixon line if they were aiming they probably didn't want to go to jamestown because they wanted to start their own thing but i can't imagine they wanted to end up as far north as massachusetts i mean that, that yeah you know, maybe this was as south as they could go with distance wise because like mm-hmm. the difference between <clears throat> with the curvature of the earth from going from north carolina to uh where did they come from fucking heathrow England. airport yeah from heathrow okay. yeah <laughs> okay they came from heathrow <laughs> airport to uh plymouth rock right yeah um, the difference between that and like something that's sort of warmer, but not really is North Carolina. And that yeah. could be, that could be 400 miles just because the curvature of the earth's different, yeah. you know? So yeah, maybe I mean, this was like, they're like, Hey, we could go to fucking, uh, Prince Edward Island and, uh, have some oysters, but it's just too cold. So we'll take an extra couple of days to get to Plymouth. <laughs> Cause I think if they went straight across, like you said, the curvature of the earth is a weird thing. Cause it's, it's not accurate. The map that is, actually isn't flattened out. Like if you yeah. actually saw the lines, it would be shorter at the top and wider at the bottom. But I think when you look at a map, weirdly enough, Germany or like Berlin is almost, a, if you look just a straight line in the globe, it's like where Boston is, which I always think that like, that's where like the UK is. The UK is actually much further North latitude yeah. wise than new England. But mm-hmm. in my head, because the similar weather and similar, like, you know, ideas in my head i think it's the same thing but actually um new england's at a very much more southern latitude than the uk is the uk is like like i said it's like canada up there yeah but the way that you know the climate works and the way that the curvature of the earth works uk is not as cold as canada and it doesn't even snow nearly as much as it does in new england which is further south if you look at the yeah yeah the the globe's weird um and it's like north africa like on the upper west side like morocco is like straight across is like virginia or something like it's something very strange yeah it's, it's weird the way yeah. it works yeah it's weird the way it works and also i did learn something too 
um, that uh, the difference between the, like where the Atlantic and the Pacific meet at one point, like there's like a straight line and they're mm-hmm. different colors. And this is the way with most oceans when they meet, it's not like the whole earth is just covered in the same body of water. They they're different salinities. Differentiate. Yeah. So they're like the Atlantic and Pacific have different salt contents. So they have different colors mm. um, and they don't really mix. It's like this really strange thing. Look it up people. That's interesting. Everybody look this up. Yeah. It's weird. See if you can't find a picture of the uh, demarcation there. In the, you know, yeah, like it's like it's like because you, if, if that wasn't the case, you could say there really isn't four oceans. There's one ocean. It's all the water in the world that's not fresh. <laughs> like basically, you could say that's that. what I thought. I really but thought that. If there's like, differences that yeah, that, that totally yeah, like sense. the oceans are all the same. Like it's the same fucking water. It's not the same fucking water. Really? Yeah, it's different. Because yeah, so. it seems like the oceans would be the same as like land, where there really isn't like countries. We just named different parts of the land different things. It's it's just up to us, and the oceans are like oh there's oceans but if they're different in that way then they truly are different and it's worth naming them differently yeah like it's not like they just named the vault like the like the arctic am i am i making shit up yeah no, arctic no, it, ocean? it's the arctic ocean the indian ocean the pacific and the atlantic are the four oceans okay yeah like where let's say the atlantic meets the arctic like you can see a difference between the colors of the water it's this very crazy phenomenon that wild. that's real yeah well good for them for naming them the right way and not just differentiating because if you look at like wrong the, lines like, like the map for, if you look at like in uh, the international space station you look down the difference between connecticut and massachusetts is nothing yes <laughs> yeah exactly we just yep. decided those are two different things but yep. the oceans that's a little bit more of a you can actually differentiate and they're huge so that makes sense yeah i didn't know that that's pretty an interesting change. yeah yeah pretty cool so what do you got what do you got for so this day in that it, i thought that i might come up with something like that at the time because it was just thanksgiving and i pulled up um a more modern example so this is in 1970 but, Whoa, 1970 november yeah, yeah november but the reason why is because it was totally linked to thanksgiving in November 26, 1970, in Plymouth, Massachusetts, they were celebrating the 350th anniversary of the Pilgrims' arrival. Protesters, Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, protesters <laughs> gathered under a statue of Massasoit, who is the chief of the Wampanoag tribe. That's the ones who met the Pilgrims when we got here, not the Pocahontas yep. one. You're thinking of the Jamestown settlement, if you're thinking of those yep. guns. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Wampanoag leader um, at the time who was uh, Wamsuta Frank James, or he was an activist, not the leader of the whole tribe, but he was like the one spearheading this. Uh, I didn't mean to be offensive. It could have been anything, not a spear. <laughs> could be an arrowhead. Could be an arrowhead. <laughs> could be a hatchet, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever. Um, he wanted to draw attention to the full story of Thanksgiving. And this one kind of interests me because I thought that although there's always been an, an up rising and an outcry for people who are uh, Native Americans in the United States because they've been, you know, so oppressed for so long. But I thought it was much more of a new phenomenon that people would be protesting in that way because, I mean, the Washington Redskins didn't change their name until last year. <laughs> this is 1970 and they were already like, this is not how Thanksgiving went down. It wasn't a fun feast. It was, you know, a totally fucked up event. And uh, that activist obviously didn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he did had a great protest and he carried that on his whole life. But I think uh, a kind of cool um, addition to that is that his granddaughter uh, still does that every Thanksgiving. They go to Pilgrim, the Plymouth Plantation where the Pilgrims landed, and they go under the statue that, that was built to Massasoit, and they go, fuck Thanksgiving, which I love Thanksgiving, but I hear what they're saying. Yeah. Yep. And that was uh, about 300 and 
the 350 plus another 50. So we're almost like 400 years since the, uh, the pilgrims landed there. That's their anniversary. Not a whole lot of time. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, a hundred plus years since America was even called the 13 colonies. It was just called settlements and then they made it colonies later. I mean, when we had Plymouth and Jamestown, it wasn't Massachusetts and Virginia. It was just the, the Plymouth plantation thing in the Jamestown settlement or whatever. Nothing. Crazy. There you go. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it makes, makes sense. It's wild. It's, uh, I do think that it's, it's honorable of, of, of granddaughter here who, uh, holding up the tradition, but yeah, they didn't list her. her name on here, but I hope her name is Wemsuta Fran, Francine James. Wow. The, the okay. granddad's name is Wamsuda Frank James. So I hope that she's named after him, but who really knows? Who knows? So <clears throat> we have um, 1861. I'm going to throw out just a couple of ones on here, just so we really have a good understanding of what happened on our anniversary. Uh, the good and the bad and the ugly and the boring. 1861, first petroleum shipments, which was 1,329 barrels. And can we, do you, is a barrel, how many fucking gallons is that? 40? Uh, I don't know, but yeah, it's actually, there is a direct measurement for it. Yeah, barrel is not like a, yeah, we just shipped a bunch of barrels. Like a barrel is a, is a standard. Um, yeah, it's a standard measurement. I'm looking it up now. You can keep going though. Yeah, I mean, this oh, it's is 42 just, gallons. There you I go. was pretty close. All right, so we got a 42 gallon barrel. Yep. Uh, it was well, 1,329 42 gallon barrels. Mm. Uh, left Philadelphia uh, for London, raised. England, on the Elizabeth Watts in 1861. That was our first export of oil to another country. Um, wow, and, fascinating. Uh, boy, did we like it. <laughs> We're like, yeah. let's do this a lot. Man, we love doing that. <laughs> Moving those barrels back and forth. Just a real thing. Yeah, little did um, they know they were lighting uh, a powder keg. In other words, off of literally, yeah. oil. This is now, we, now we barely ever do that. I don't think America ships any of its oil. We, we maintain our own supply of oil, and we also buy it from other countries. But we don't yeah. think we sell a lot of it because we like to stockpile it. Definitely don't sell a lot of oil. But uh, most importantly, Philadelphia is still just as boring. Um <laughs> Still a terrible, not terrible, but still just not. It's just a city that's in somewhere in between DC and New York yeah. City and Boston. I mean, I've never been to Philadelphia besides to drive through it, so I, I can't talk too much trash about it. But it is sh- funny that um, in the earliest days of the uh, United States, there was Boston and Philadelphia and Jamestown were like the three heavy hitters. If you go that far down, and then it ended up being that Philadelphia completely dropped off. They were. <laughs> They were going to be the capital of the country. They're like, this is where the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, like this all happened in Philadelphia. That's where it's all about. Boston had started the revolution, but Philadelphia was like the center point. And then it just was like, yep, New York City. Yep, yep. (laughs) You don't matter anymore. Washington, D.C., Boston still kind of, but not really. (laughs) Philadelphia, not even like the top five uh, U.S. cities, people who aren't from the United States would ever mention. But it used to be the most important city. And now it's um, not. Yeah, I mean, now, like, you don't really ever meet anybody who's, like, I'm from Philadelphia proper. 
<laughs> I don't think they exist. I don't think anyone could actually be from there. Is that a factor? Or am I making this up? Well, I do know it's always sunny there. And I do like that. Um, I can already hear. Um, they don't leave. My, my friend, Kirsten, who you know her for. <laughs> oh, when we piss her off. Is She's she from, from Philadelphia? Philadelphia? She's actually yeah. from Philadelphia. She's not from like the Hudson or Marlboro of Philadelphia. She's from <laughs> Philly. Yeah, Philly yeah. zip code. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have so, to let her write in the comments. So, yeah, I love trashing her. Right and now, does right. she live there still? Well, no, no, she lives. I don't in think Massachusetts. so. All right, okay, all right. Well, the one person came out of Philly, <laughs> just one. The rest are still there. You gotta go down to the shop and get a hoogie. I'm moving from Philadelphia up to Massachusetts, dude. <laughs> Fucking Philadelphia. I'm sure I'll visit one day. I'm sure it's a fun time. Yeah, yeah, I've got some family there, but they're not from there. No, yeah, you know. they just got and also, there. you know, we got Liberty Bell, whatever, Rocky. Yeah, no, I um, weirdly enough, I always thought the Liberty Bell was in Sudbury. Um, oh, yeah, not to be confused with the John Brown Bell, which is in Marlboro. Yeah, yeah, there was like when I was a kid, I knew about the Liberty Bell when I was very like three or four, and I was like, mm-hmm. and then I was like, holy, sh- is that it? <laughs> the one bell, yeah, I love that little kid thinking we were like, well, it yeah, exists, the, and I'm looking at it. So, see an old it. bell, and you're like, is that the like this Philadelphia where we are right now? Like that's yeah, the, bell. the world like, is so small. Yeah. Nope, uh, you see like a clock tower. You're like, that's definitely big Ben, right? It's yeah. Oh tower. yeah. 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 Like at the Greendale mall. I was like, this is probably the biggest mall ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah, you're in a car ride and, and your parents could tell you, yeah, we're almost in Florida. And you'd be like, yeah, I know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone at work was telling me a story where um, she is a, uh, there's this girl from an, uh, an Indian family but most of her extended family lives in New Jersey and they're all Indian, like on uh, the, the country, India, India. Yep. Yeah. And so like, you know, she, she's from Massachusetts and they'll, they'll go like in the summer, they'll go to New Jersey. And someone was asking her when she got back and her mom was listening. It was like in the car and she's like, Oh, have you ever been to India? And she's like, yeah. And then her mom's like, really? You've been to India? Because the girl, it's a little kid. She like knows where she's been. It's like, she's like, yeah, of course we go every year. She's like, what are you talking about? She goes, we were just there last month. She's like, that's New Jersey. <laughs> because everyone who she sees is Indian. She's like, oh, that's India. <laughs> she goes, India. India's oh. New Jersey. <laughs> India's New Jersey. That's great. <laughs> oh, kids are great. <laughs> that's awesome. That's funny. So, um, yeah, another another famous fact. I mean, uh, words that echoed down the decades, as I always like to say. Mm-hmm. In 1863, you, you was... always like to say that. I can't. I do. It's something I that. always say. I love uh, it. Don't ever change yeah, I'll never change that one. Um, just words that echoed down the decades, if not centuries. I mean, at this point, um, U.S. Oh, President yeah. Abraham Lincoln delivered the Gettysburg address. <laughs> it's an address. Did I say address? I said address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, address. address yeah. 102 Pennsylvania <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep. Uh, 105 Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. <laughs> That's where he gave the Gettysburg address. And where he gave the Gettysburg address. Address. Yeah, I said it again. Ooh, foreshadowing. <laughs> They're yeah. both murdered. Yep. Weird. Um. Yeah, it's where he delivered it, and when he delivered it. Wow. Pretty crazy. I mean, obviously, that's the famous a house divided cannot stand. Two, uh, four score and seven years ago. That all that good stuff. Yeah. One of the most famous speeches in American history, easily. Yeah, top five, easily top five. Easy top five. Might even be top five. Number one most famous, we'll, we'll say. Crazy. Uh, signing of the Treaty of Versailles. 1919. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that I had a lower on my list. The last battle of the First World War happened in November 8th. So, 1918. sounds about right. 
that was a couple of weeks later in the, the Treaty yep. of Versailles, uh, yep. which I'm sure nothing bad came from that, right? Germany was totally happy with the results of that. Totally fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. There's no repercussions for that. They basically no, said, hey, they're, you owe they're us just... $2 trillion. And they're like, I don't even know what a trillion is. They're like, it's fine. They'll just pay us forever. Yeah. And they're and like, they well, we're going to blame that... some people who are, don't have representation in this country then. Exactly. And they were told they had to sell. They're like, they're like you got to pay back on this money. So you start selling shit. So Germany's like selling shit. They were like, annexing parts of Germany too, like the Rhinelands and shit. They're like, that's yours. And I mean, they, they, it tore Germany to shreds. Again, I'm not trying to sympathize with Germany here because obviously they started it. So, you know, if you have to pay the consequences, yeah. it's fine. But at the same time, looking back at history now, a lot of historians are like, that directly led to World War II. Like the Treaty of Versailles and fucking Germany over it directly led to them going apeshit again and blaming yeah, a bunch of people. Well, no matter how, especially if you're already being punished for being bad, yeah. imagine like, like why don't like, i just be bad it's like being in prison if, you're like if i stab this guy who cares i'm doing life I'll well it's like let's him. say you get a speeding ticket and they're like all right we got you for going 10 over or whatever it is and then we got you for going 10 over yesterday and 10 over before and you're like just fucking add another one like what's yeah, the point, what, what, point? Who cares this point? point i already owe, already owe you thirty thousand dollars what's another one what the fucking cares you know yeah and that's, if i invade a bunch what, of countries maybe i won't even not owe you money i'll actually gain money and maybe i'll even get the mona lisa as a little bonus check it's a little definitely a bonus uh, stolen uh, all the artwork but they the um, art, yeah. uh also were told that they could only have an army of forty thousand people and they were like yeah that's hilarious that's just not, not gonna work for us <laughs> that's like smaller than like the armies that happened in like when people had in the bronze age <laughs> like that's-, that's like one one battle like of yeah. people with swords and shields like yeah when it was like when it was like the 300 you know versus some of those things it was like there's forty thousand of them versus 300 like that's yeah there were there was like countries that were like major powers in ancient times that had an army of like fifty thousand troops and they were like the badass like they have fifty thousand soldiers <laughs> and it was like you know back in those times too it wasn't like we have like forts all over and they're like here's one platoon it was like this is the army just moves <laughs> It's all of them yeah. together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You put all There's your eggs no, in one like, basket. If the army team. leaves and you sneak up behind them and you stay, they just take, you take the city and they have to go back and get it. Like, they're just yeah. all together. That's a good point. That's but funny. yeah, it's interesting to be like, you, Germany, you're a modern nation. You owe us, you know, trillions of dollars and uh, you get to keep 40,000 troops and they, they can't use guns. They have to use like swords and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were like, they're, you're allowed 40,000 troops and 15 uh, Jeeps and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like counting like how many uh, internal combustion engines they can outfit. Yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. like they they were like down to that type of thing. And it's like if you if you're in that position where you're sitting on the church bench at school because you're in detention, it's like I'm just gonna I'm just I could also just say no and fuck you. Yeah, in for a penny, in for a Deutschmark. At that point, at you're that already point, you're already invested. Right. Yep, that is true. Absolutely. So, what do you got? What else do you got? Uh, I have the most recent one, November, uh, or no, the second most recent, because I have a this day in history one. November uh, 22nd, 1963. Uh, no, this is not. Um, oh, okay. Just checking. Just checking. Uh, no, sorry. Yeah, I won't, I won't take yours. Uh, this is uh, December 1st, 1564. Wow. So that's two days ago. Yep. Um, in 1564, Spanish vessels left a secret port in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we remember from the last pod, 1577 is when the Spanish Armada <laughs> took a dive. So it's a little before that. So Spain is still riding high on their naval power. Their goal was to sail across the Pacific and back, charting a new route for international trade and giving Spain an edge 
against its chief colonial rival, Portugal. Again, at this time in history, Spain and Portugal were the biggest powers in the colonies. What the fuck was that? What happened to them, huh? They really took too many uh, siestas. Yeah, they really don't care anymore. Like they're they really don't just, give a shit. They're just like we have historic landmarks from when we did these things, and we have good. Yeah. food. they're and, like um, you can thank us for Florida. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Think exactly. So uh, I mean, all the oldest cities, if you don't count, you know, obviously um, Native Americans, all the oldest cities in America are all Spanish uh, colonies or Spanish settlements, like, yeah, in like Florida and stuff. Yep. Florida, um, definitely Saint Augustine and. But um, unfortunately, a storm hit, which is kind of <laughs> foreshadowing for what happens in 1577. A storm hit, and the smallest ship was separated from the rest of the fleet, and it was all on its own. And the following year, it made it back to Mexico. So it left Mexico and didn't get back to the following year because the storm hit. But uh, don't worry. <laughs> the ship's pilot they call it or the ship driver he was accused of treason when he got back so imagine that really worked out well for him he spent a whole year at sea you're like (laughs) i'm gonna die the pacific ocean definitely is way bigger than they thought it was because all the shit at that time was the atlantic and you just pop across you're like the pacific is probably the same size as that you just go the other side pacific is like three times as wide on that side it's insanely i mean hawaii is like the same distance as like um you know, England to Massachusetts is like California to Hawaii <laughs> so, or even more. It's even more than that. And Hawaii is like at the halfway point. So, I mean, Pacific well, Ocean is men. No, I'm just so confused. So they're going to the the Pacific. Did they have to go around Russia? Like, how did they get there? They, they were. I think they were thinking they were going to hit Asia or, or or like, yeah, hit Russia. because They were trying to like find a faster route than having to go across the Atlantic. And then yeah, they realized, yeah, yep. oh, it's way, way bigger. Like they could, they wouldn't even hit Hawaii before they were like, we must be done, right? It's like, you're not even halfway there. So oh they God, were no. from yeah. the start. Even um, if so they you got this- to like the top of like Russia where like North Korea is to get to Hawaii from there. Yeah. I mean, and and I got they left from Mexico. Little- so that's quite a trek. Uh, even to get to like Japan would just take so much time. Yeah, I, I guess they just figured it was like the Atlantic Ocean, but they didn't realize it's so much bigger. So this poor bastard gets back and is accused of treason. And um, excuse me, I don't think that uh, they looked favorably upon him. I, I don't know the, the end of the tale, unfortunately. Sorry. Well, it just reminds me of like, some the other stories that we sort of touched upon with like Admiral Byrd and Antarctica, and then yeah, in in the North Pole, like uh, the HMS Terror and. I mean, the other balls on these, well. these people the to the, the balls to actually go out there and do this stuff. Like, but I'm also, I'm gonna drive if I'm a low on a tank on gas and I have any threat of having to get stuck on the side of the road in civilization and I have money. I can't imagine being like, let's go to Antarctica and maybe we'll come back. I would never yeah. do it. Yeah, but the balls, but also the how funny it is when they're like, yeah, it's gonna be a six month journey turns into a three year journey. <laughs> yeah, because they think they know it, but they don't know anything. I mean, every, imagine if someone just said. Like here's your here's your, your uh, backpack full of food. Keep walking that way till you find this thing that's supposed to exist. There's no way I would ever do it. Like it's probably six weeks away, but I don't know though. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know the conditions. We don't we don't realize three that years away. We don't you're you're sailing through here, and it makes sense in the summer. Then the weather changes, and then the water around you is frozen. Then you're stuck in ice for six months, yeah. and it should unfreeze itself in a few months. But it's been a bad year, so it stays frozen for three years, and then you—it's all guesswork, and you're just wrong all the time, and your life is in the balance every time you're wrong. I mean, it's just terrifying. 
Yeah, but they're brave, uh, brave. Yeah, maybe dumb, maybe ignorant, but very brave and uh, probably better at uh, survival than I am. I mean, I would, I would be like, do we have any really um, heavy rocks we can hit my head with? Because I'm really not looking forward to starving to death on this ship in the doldrums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Well, and that's how most of that worked out. They all ended up dying anyway. So yeah, shitty. But we we remember them always on a podcast we like to call the Dylan we do. Show. We talk about podcast. our folks. <laughs> so I got um, two more of uh, of, the, of this week in history. Yeah, give me uh, give me one of them, then I'll then I'll rattle one off again. I mean, I got like okay, um, yeah. Uh, this one is a. I'm trying to bring it to a little more uh, modern times here. In 1976, on this day, December 3rd, the reggae musician, I think you might have heard of him, his name's Bob Marley. I've heard of that guy, yep. Yep, he survived an assassination attempt by seven gunmen. Are you kidding me? I didn't know imagine, that. Imagine being, trying to be assassinated by seven people with guns, and you survive it only to die uh, much later of non-assassination. Of, uh, I think it was cancer that took him, right? I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up as I'm talking here. Um, but yeah, I, I never knew he was he was um, attempted to be assassinated too. I mean, I, I imagine it's because like of his, all his uh, political ideals, and he's such a large cultural figure, kind of like a. I mean, obviously not exactly for civil rights, but like a Martin Luther King kind of kind of figure, where the government's like, we can't have this guy around. He's fucking shit up for us. Um. And his, he had a lot of ideas about cannabis and being a Rastafarian and Pan-Africanism and all that good stuff. So obviously, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he uh, had cancer. Uh, so he ended up dying of, of cancer, not a gunshot wound. So guy's a badass. Badass. And interesting. he died uh, in 1981 in Miami. He was only 36, died of cancer. Brutal. Jeez. Yeah, that's. Uh... But it wasn't those gunmen that took him down. Nope. Yeah, I don't know how you uh, survive that type of fucking thing. I don't know, man. Seven gunmen? No thanks, man. Yeah, it's fucking scary. Be watching your back from then on out, but uh, yeah, that was on December third, nineteen seventy six. Damn, December third, nineteen seventy six. So, on this day in history, November nineteenth. It's a bunch of other shit. Like this thing went into orbit. This person's opened this first movie. Richard Nixon went to Hanoi in 1953. You know, oh whatever. wow, that's a little foreshadowing for you there. Richard Nixon bit. went to Hanoi. Yep. <laughs> <way before. laughs> He's like, this will look great. Some of our kids are gonna take this over. <laughs> These Frenchmen are getting out of here. <laughs> Fuck that guy. So, um. Yeah, so so I've got some just other things about like uh, whatever happened to Richard Nixon's son. You think it's an Ivan Terrible situation? He, he, oh, I, uh, I I know so. He he Definitely. took out Dick Jr. Yes, yep. <laughs> Dick Nixon Jr. killed Nickelodeon by and Dick Jr. Richard Nixon Sr. <laughs> I'm not a crook. I'm a patricide murderer. Point <laughs> <laughs> fantasize. Sorry, fucking dick bag. In '53, he, he was he was just a senator, or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he was well off of being president. It wasn't until another 20 years, I think. Yeah, uh, dummy. 
So, um, so this is cool. So uh, December 19th, uh, physicist Thomas Andrews, uh, good old Tommy. We call him Tommy Andrews. Tommy Andy. Uh, guess what country he's from? Uh, Czechoslovakia. Close. Ireland. Um, <laughs> All right. Tommy Andrews there. <laughs> uh, Irish chemist uh, and physicist Thomas Andrews, he discovered the ozone in 1814. Wow. You got to give it up for Irish chemist. I would have thought that he was trying to make the cleanest single malt. <laughs> I didn't know Irish, Irish people were chemists that actually discovered real shit. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah, you wouldn't think that. The ozone layer, huh? So he, he discovered the ozone uh, molecule or whatever. I think it's oxygen three. It's three oxygen uh, molecules together. I, I don't know. I had no or, idea. Or atoms together, I think. Yeah, I think that's what ozone is. O3. O2 is what we breathe. And O1 is not really found commonly because it usually binds to something. Either okay. it's another oxygen atom or it's maybe hydrogen and then you okay. get water. Okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah. So I think ozone is um, O3. Interesting. Uh, I don't know if this is less or more interesting, mm-hmm. but uh, Irish, uh, another Irish guy uh, in 1868, industrial Harry S. Firestone discovered Firestone tires. <laughs> He was like, wow, look what I found. <laughs> My word, this will be great. I bought more wagon. <laughs> look at this thing. So one uh, Harvey, last uh, years and years. Harvey Firestone uh, is not Irish. And he did never, he didn't discover the Firestone tire. He invented Firestone tires. Right. But that's what and those the Irish guy like, discovered the Firestone it's tire. Like, uh, it's like, uh, oh, the banana was invented in 1865 by, <laughs> by uh, Stephen F. Banana. You go, oh, <laughs> got it. Okay, see where that came from. Um, yeah, uh, Frank Ocean discovered this large body of salt water. He decided to name it after himself. Exactly. Exactly what I'm saying here. Um, can you help me understand this one? Because, or, or anyone want to write in? Uh, mm. uh, Richard Arkwright uh, doesn't say what country he's from, but we can only assume that it's not probably Ireland. Yugoslavia. Yeah, probably Yugoslavia. Um, Richard Arkwright in 1732 invented the spinning frame. I mean, is this a piece of art or is this something that actually does something? I mean, what is a spinning frame? Uh, I have no idea. Can you look that I up for us? first thought was, it was about to be like a frame of like how cars have frames and stuff where it's not necessarily like a, a picture frame. Yeah, but like, what's the is spinning house? I mean, is this the fucking house and? Uh, oh, uh, oh, it's it's spinning like spinning yarn. It, it, it's a oh uh, that de- thing that looks a, like this. It's a device that like that almost, fucking long. And uh, yeah, it can it can spin yarn and wool in a mechanized way. It looks like it's a there's a, a turning wheel, and you probably kind of push it with your foot, like, kind of like the old sewing machine, and you can kind of spin yarn with a machine rather than having to do it with your uh with your hands i think i had one of those i got one of those on the side of the road one time it was pretty so cool this looks pretty large oh it's a little bigger than that okay it looks like the size of like an arcade machine okay all right um, but just so you know there's also uh on amazon uh spinning picture frames for sale so you aren't too far off okay i knew i was onto something with that but it doesn't um, spin like this it spins like this Mm, so you can have yeah. both it's kind of like where you get christmas uh, uh uh vacation cards at christmas tree shop yep. Yep. yeah exactly yep. okay exactly right all right well uh more important on that is uh 1925 mm-hmm. mr peanut was uh registered as a trademark and guess what that guy's last name was 
<laughs> peanut i wish i doesn't tell me so it just says mr peanut so uh, does mr. Mr. Peanut have hope... a first name no it just says that that's how that went down yeah that's interesting I, I i wonder if he does have a first name though like you know the monopoly man is named uncle Pennybags, but you just always call him the monopoly man but he has a real name it's uncle really? Pennybags. and yeah. also this he's he's involved in the uh, mandela effect because apparently he never <laughs> he's had involved a... in the watergate scandal of Richard Nixon. <laughs> for all we know uh <laughs> he also never had a monocle Oh, yeah. People just thought he did because he had a cane. So they figured he had a monocle. No, the thing is, that's great, Joe. But he always had a monocle. <laughs> well, um, he has a monocle. He always no, he did. always had mind. a monocle on his eye in every that's game he ever played. And now all of a sudden he doesn't. I don't know what I, that's why. I don't know. I'm looking at him right now. First Very appearance, real. 1916. He's got a monocle. Then what's up with this? That was right. So no, that means that people thought he didn't have a monocle. And that's the Mandela effect. Because in my mind, know. he what has a monocle. Do? I always thought he had a monocle. And he does. So. I think it all worked out. No Mandela. This effect is how there. the Mandela effect works. One day you're like, uh, it's <laughs> Berenstein up. Bears. Then it's like, then like, no, it's actually Berenstein. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, the Mandela effect, Berenstein. They're like, no, it's Berenstein. Like it's Berenstein. Then you look it up and it says Stein everywhere. Mandela yeah, no, it, it says even when he was first introduced in 1916, he had a top hat, a monocle, and white gloves and spats. So there you go. And, and it was, uh, he was voiced by Bill Hader in 2013. I didn't know that. The when did he ever talk? And the new, I think in new commercials, because the Robert Downey Jr. did it before that. I think in the new commercials, they started giving him celebrity voice actors uh, to try to make him more hip. Um, but he also had Baby Nut and Peanut Jr., which sounds gross. <laughs> it's, yeah, he had a little small, easy to clean up nut. He had a uh, uh, large nut, big nut, uh, peanut, come shot, whatever else. Jizz, come shot. Jizz like come shot um oh my god dude dude holy shit speaking of that uh in 1935 a patent for monopoly was received by charles darrow wow wow all this shit comes around i mean this is like all coming around this time of year all this shit's happening uh should happen in november something this is so lame i mean i'm sure it's fine but it's just i don't know the rosie o'donnell show was started 19 on december 22nd 1988 1998 hell yeah Koosh yeah. balls. She's mm-hmm. flinging in the audience. She was the original Ellen, where she was like a, a great comedian at the time. Everyone loved her. She was America's sweetheart. She was a, a secret lesbian. And then uh, she's actually a really harsh, terrible asshole in real life, but everyone loved her. Yeah. She was just great. So, yep. like Ellen just kind like of, Ellen. Uh, Ellen like, kind Ellen. of like janked her style, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She came first. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she was in a bunch well, of- you know, when, when it when it comes to Rosie O'Donnell and Ellen, who do you think would come first? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> That's a real good question. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Have you seen experience. Ellen's wife, though? She's in Arrested Development. Yeah, nah. uh, Chanel o- Twain or whatever her name I is. Think, uh, Shania Twain, no. Chanel, uh, Portia I think her name's Portia. Yeah, her name's Portia or something. <laughs> I said Portia O'Reilly. Portia like O'Reilly. That. Yeah, Portia. she's the, she's the heiress to the O'Reilly Auto Parts portion. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that's why they named her Portia. Uh, yeah. Portia McNally. <laughs> <laughs> is her last name Portia? No, her first name is Portia. Her first name is Portia. Yeah. All right. Uh, if anyone could ever figure out her last name, we'd really appreciate uh, someone telling us. Portia De Rossi. Really? Wow. Her name is just a fucking car. That sounds wow. like an absolute car. 
Yeah, lame, lame name though. I'm like, that's on a scale of names of people I trust out of one. I wonder if she took her Ellen's last name. Her name would be Portia De Rossi Degenerate. <laughs> Degenerate. Marco. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So. Um, why, don't I, why don't I wrap up? Um, yeah, you wrap my, us up, and then we'll my, go to uh, part two. What everyone's waiting for. Sounds uh, good. It's gonna be uh, some good shit. So you this wrap one, us up. This one did. Uh, it was interesting to me, and it, it again happened today in history. So it actually is December third. And it made me feel old. And, and so similar to the way where I've had such a fantastic year with you recording this podcast, but the fact that it's already been a year since we started really just blows by. And this one is in 1994. So I was two years old. You're maybe two or three. Uh, Sony released the PlayStation, the first video game platform to ship 100 million units. Wait, that came out in 1993? 94. 94. Yeah. I didn't get and, that till uh, I was like five. I thought it. I, yeah, I, I didn't get it till probably like 1998, 1999, or something like that. Yeah, um, maybe even 2000 by the time I got it. But um, but yeah, that was 27 years ago. <laughs> That's How insane. That? No, actually, I got it in 98 because it came with NASCAR 98. Oh, right on. That's how I know. Um, I got it with a dual shock where they had the two analog sticks. Me too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, so when you if you first got it, it had just a boomerang thing. It had no analog sticks, so oh. we we wouldn't have had that version. We got the version that was like the updated uh yeah thing. Yep. Yeah, my uncle Steven got it for me actually. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 No, we got ours, and then I got like a Manila envelope that had NASCAR '98, and um, you got a Manila envelope with the game. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Like like slipping like a secret CIA file. You're like here, take this. You're like this is NASCAR the video game. It's in 3D. This shit's rocks so good so fun and you're probably like this is basically real life like at the time you're like this is basically real oh it was exactly real life that was as that was like literally driving a nascar car the sounds yeah. were good the opening song was kiss um you know any words at all uh yeah sorry i can't think of that one i don't but it was a real it was the opening so when you turned it on it was just such a great game rock and rolling yeah nascar probably has one of the best soundtracks of any of these sports games because they pick all kinds of crazy songs like kiss and stuff like that like so many kiss songs for nascar events my mom actually got me a a steering wheel with pedals for the playstation so play need for speed hot pursuit and that was the shit driving around your car and getting chased by the cops way before I ever played Grand Theft Auto. I was like, this is probably the coolest thing of all time. Oh yeah, that's insane. Yeah, Need for Speed with with it was like a Mad Cat's like uh, steering wheel yeah. and pedals, and you, you yeah. put the steering wheel on your lap and the pedals on the ground, and you just, you're off to the races. It's awesome. So yeah, it's been a, it's been an anniversary of uh, Sony PlayStation. Now Sony the PlayStation. most uh, probably the most popular video game uh, console line. I mean, PlayStation Two is still the best selling video game console of all time. Because it was worth, just fucking worth it. It was a, yeah. such a good console. But yeah, that's a, that's a good anniversary. So happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. All those that was we talked about. Yep. And we got part two coming up now about, mm-hmm. uh, we'll save it for after this break. But uh, that's this day in history. And to add to that, the most recent thing is uh, November 19th, 2020. First episode airs of the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. Jesus was an alien. We'll see you guys after this break. That would live in infamy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, quick pee break, and then we'll be back.
welcome back, folks, to part two, Dylan Joe Basin Podcast, episode 43. That's what you said, right? And yep. anniversary. Uh, anniversary episode um, of our 40. So one year, 43 episodes, two, three, four special broadcasts of Trapdoor or three? <laughs> yeah. Uh, three Trapdoors and then uh, the two most popular videos we ever made. Uh, the orange monolith and the noble lighthouse as well for the other trapdoor special broadcast. Yep. So other statistics, uh, two to 10 beers per episode, <laughs> never less, never more so far. Um, so that's arguably we're looking at now we're taking 43 times an average of meet you halfway five. So that's over 200 beers drank, um, 200 beers drank, uh, possibly uh 80 plus slices of pizza um and uh, at least 22 jewel pods smoked <laughs> at least 22 jewel pods smoked um millions of hours of editing on joe's part uh <laughs> and usually uh, longer in, than the episode so in a timeless set of memories and fun that will last forever so Can't we've got you here today that. yep and um, we do have a quick update. <laughs> We're not fucking around at all about um, <clears throat> one of our trapdoor episodes. If you can remember, Orange Monolith. Who could forget? Two things. So we'll we'll start with the good, bad, and the ugly. Well, we'll start with the bad. Bad. Okay. Bad news first, and then the good. And there is no ugly. Okay. Besides the orange monoliths so <laughs> the um, ugly is the model yeah that's the ugly so the bad is these fuckers are expanding like uh the game plague ink on your phone like the shit's blown up like yeah i can't think of a better analogy than the game plague ink there's nothing else going on in the world right now that might be nothing just comparison. like the game plague ink yeah. they are they are multiplying at a rapid rate and there are now hundreds of them oh my god i was in i was literally on a side road in uh what fucking town was that? Like Danvers, Peabody, fucking Lockjaw, Andover area, and like I was looking through the woods, and I could see one through the trees of a place I didn't even fucking you're know. Shitting me! Oh my god! They're there's everywhere. More. Yeah, and then people have written in said there are all sorts of places. Well, as they're expanding, one of them got removed. We had a warning <laughs> of this had actually happened. We had inside we info. Up yeah, on the CEO of cummings properties fucking desk and he watched our fucking video of me and a neck brace and <laughs> yeah, it yeah. got pulled down from new horizons in marlboro it's gone gone it's gone we, we, thanks we to us affecting change so in the world if somebody because we might do it but if somebody wants to let the news that know this this makes a story local a story. fucking idiot and neck brace <laughs> makes this stupid ass youtube video and gets the, one of gets these things move. taken down from the Cummings properties. Everyone is, everyone cheers. Everyone agrees. Like, yes. With, everyone agreed with that one. Yep. Yeah. When I was at Thanksgiving, so my, my uncle who shall not be named, who uh, works for Cummings properties. He's the one who told me about the email that was sent out to all the people who work for the company that they're going to move the, the monolith. He told me on Thanksgiving, he's like, they just moved it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> they removed it from the sign. But they all got an uh, it email. It was a whole to do because it's 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 plate metal, like the kind of metal you put on a street when you're covering up like a pothole in a construction. It's That's what it's made out of. Plus the cement disc yep. that must weigh a ton just to mm -hmm. support it. So that thing is like lifting up a fucking car. Oh yeah. 
So, so well, that, that, thousands of employees that, so email of that said that New Horizons and Marlboro, this shit's coming down. Yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, uh, Cummings, the CEO said, I don't want any bad press. <laughs> Surprise. We don't press. know what our plans are yet, but we really got to think about this one because if our you want any bad press, yeah, yeah. wake up, my friend. You, uh, we, part of why we did this is because, you know, people who live at that particular place, um, they spend their last thousands of dollars to live there. Oh, it's not cheap to live there at no, all. No, no, no. Depending on how your level of care, it's insane. And then no matter, no matter how big the company that Cummings is that owns it, you know, people still go, Hey, you know, I just paid, you know, $15,000 a month at the craziest level to live here. And you went and spent $12,000 on this fucking thing. Like, yeah, you go, just that's, make it uglier. Like, you could have, you you could have like, if you had that extra money, couldn't you have just given some people some free food or something like help them pay their rent or I don't know, like, yeah, it would have had a better effect and probably better press for him if, if he's worried about press, but uh, yeah. Instead of a corporate greed, like we're going to make known all our properties. So everyone knows it's yeah. us. It's like, using more it's of an, an elderly care thing. facility. These people are going to die here probably. So yeah. you want them, you want them. That's the last thing they fucking see. Like get tasteful, like that untasteful gross, bitch. Gross orange. Yeah. Eyesore. So yeah, you want, you want, uh, you want, you want any bad press. That's so funny. Did he share the YouTube link? I'm sorry. <laughs> Did he share the YouTube link? Not in the email, but he did watch the video or was it was brought to his attention. That's why he made the decision. God. So I just want to tell you guys that this is <laughs> this is something that we really we're, we're shaking the world. For. Shaking the world. And you no one knows what's next, but we'll find. Mm-hmm. We were gonna shake one Who knows? Thing. That was only one year in. Who knows what we'll do? One this next year in. Year. We got tens of years left. And we were going to shake something else in 95, but it did get changed. It was called Freedom Fertility. That was our next fucking stop. But it's no longer the octopus. Now they have an F or something. It's really, it looked like a squid was their logo. And we're like, what nice. is that? Nice, um, nice. But we, we are keeping our eyes peeled. And if anybody knows of anything Less that now. can make this happen, uh, we've got two representatives in the East Coast. <laughs> we're happy for a road trip to go to go discuss and politely acknowledge acknowledge local happenings mm. around us we're not we're not really the press we're making entertaining videos that maybe if they convince people to do things that's you know that's up to them yeah you know, we're, we're not we're not the press yeah you know. no no we're not we're really not we're not the press we're, we're here to inform news. you i don't know if you guys are confused but we're not a news agency. I yeah, think we're it's not. the first time we've said that, but we're not. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we, we on the anniversary episode, explicitly say we're, we're coming clean. We're not a news agency. No. And don't forget when you listen to our awesome and well thought out ideas that we're the two morons that are doing the podcast. So don't take it too seriously. <laughs> exactly. Definitely don't make large scale company decisions based on what we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, do you think that, that that he was confused? Like he was like, "Wow, this is like, I don't know. This is like a yeah, like." I think that he probably just saw like all the, the people on the Marlboro page, all saying like this sucks and everything, and he just like oh, there's so much negative. Response. Didn't get one person on that on the Facebook page who was like, he "Was like, you know, well, I leave him alone." Yeah, no, everyone, everyone was like, like "Everyone was like, yep, this is hilarious, and uh, fuck that shit." Like that's pretty <laughs> much pretty much how it went down. So um, I think he got convinced that way. If I had to guess, yeah. 
well, uh, if you're in a town and you have a town page and you have some things going on there that people are questioning, let us know. We are we uh, we only did solo trapdoors recently, but we definitely need a, a dual trapdoor double oh, yeah. person double edition, uh, news reporting agency uh, edition of. Um, Say you have a new statue that went up in the town hall for a town hall. Looks or, gross. Uh, it's stupid. It's for a person you don't like. We'll go down there. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely make known that. We'll make sure that your company page knows as well. I mean, sorry, well that too, but your your town, town page. page. Too, yeah. So yeah, so back uh, back at it. Forty three episodes, Joe. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's been a great year. It has been. Year. I, I thought it'd be a couple year. of questions for us is to ruminate on the old episodes. I thought we'd look back with our I love them. I love glasses. what you're doing. Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, first I want I want to talk about or the second thing I want to talk about is our guests, but I don't want to lead off with that. But I want yep. to talk about the first uh, question that I had was which topic that we've covered do you think most deserves second dive, maybe a second bite at the apple? And it might help you to pull up our page right now. I'm looking at it just so I can see the, all the episodes we did because, you know, 43 episodes ain't nothing to shake a stick at. I mean, that's that's just hours of us talking about stuff, and it's it's uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, oh my god, second dive. Um, Not saying we have to do it. I'm just saying, like, what? what no, what, it's what, a great question. We um, have to get into it again, maybe. Yeah, I think, I mean, this sounds crazy, but uh, top 10 birds. Um, <laughs> we take, maybe we take another swing at that. Second, we're going to have a swing at that. Top 10 birds. Time, That'd be great. Second Episode run. 50, top 10 birds, redux. <laughs> <laughs> top 10 birds. Top Part 10 did. birds, two. Um, I think we could do, um, you know, I just, so so the only reason I'm saying this is just because the amount of information out there that we didn't cover and that is just almost impossible to cover is is there's just there's gonna be another episode on something like this like i don't know if we had saved the second dive but it just might be more specific mm-hmm. but it's somewhere between ufos uaps and ancient aliens i, I just yeah. gotta say like we i mean and the thing is we did two three arguably three episodes on this already and i feel yeah. like we haven't even touched the surface uh, much like a flying saucer we haven't touched the surface no, I agree. That was my answer too. Is that, yeah. um, of course, that's kind of like so uh, much a cornerstone of our podcast is talking about uh, extraterrestrials and UAPs, UFOs, stuff like that. So that would be my answer too, because usually we we uh, we tear that apple to shreds, and there's nothing with the core left. But when it comes to aliens, we we left a lot of meat on that apple. I think it's yep. worth another bite. Absolutely, it's just it's a hard place to start. I mean, we uh, we always run out of time. It's just not you can't pack it all into one podcast. Yeah, and there's, there's new and- information coming out. Well, that's kind of the big thing too, is that there's a change of information, a change of understanding, and then just constantly new information, new people coming forward, new things like it needs to be analyzed. It needs to be talked about more. Like there's just so many details, so many specific events. I mean, we can make a podcast out of the, so say there's, you know, a million sightings a year or something like that. Let's say it's, let's just say, you know, and 0.1% of those are actually credible every single one of those point ones could be a whole podcast yeah i mean that's just an astronomical number yep yep exactly and even elon musk came out recently said something about aliens like there's just it's just a constant flow and it's just getting closer and closer to oh he's looking at that dash cam of that tesla up there and he's he's probably seeing all kinds of shit you know yeah he may be still broadcasting yep still broadcasting is it it really is it really still broadcasting 
No, I'm kidding about that. No, <laughs> it's oh. just up there. Yeah, they don't want to pay to maintain the satellite connection. Like to be able to communicate between like us and Voyager, it's insane to to be able to do that. Yeah, um, and you have to build it for that. He just built it to just fly up there and do the thing. For a few months, it would be really yeah. amazing though if we had a uh, if our first confirmed UFO um, like crash and we like took it apart and discovered everything, but it was totally open and out in the open. And we were like, what is this thing? And it was the equivalent of like their Elon Musk sending yeah. a fucking car. Yeah. Like, what is this all about? And it's literally just like an alien car they send up as like a as like a stunt. Yep. Well, it's kind of like a Muamua, the the um that big uh turd-shaped uh, asteroid that came from another universe or, or another galaxy, galaxy or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Like that might have been their version of it because they can they have the technology. So the funny thing is. They have the technology to put a rock that big at in space. We don't. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even the size that. of the rockets we put up, the part that actually gets up there is like whatever five percent of the total mass of the thing. So yeah, it's it's hard to get shit that big. Yeah, to that. put a mass of some of the size of the Empire State Building made of yeah. just rock without any propulsion or any videos or fucking songs playing, we yeah, can't do that. Forget it. Yeah, we at least have to put a picture of ourselves on that thing. That's yeah I mean. oh yeah yeah that's a fact yeah no question so that reminds me that i talked about the uh, the new propulsion system that uh, this company is developing it's a it's a crazy idea it's uh so obviously we've thought or learned about um uh rail guns before right so it's yeah um, rail guns are sick. magnets accelerating mm-hmm. an object you know past the speed of sound the part where it, so you're not using explosives to have a projectile move you're using electromagnetic energy which is yeah much much more efficient it can make it much faster i mean the same projectile going at five times the speed of a bullet can go through five times as many iron walls because it's not really about how much a big boom you make it's about how fast can i make this thing go and that's why rail guns are so lethal the only reason why they aren't used more prevalently is because you have to store up a massive amount of energy to actually get the thing to wind up and use all yeah. that so right now we don't have a way of doing it efficiently, but I think that in the future we will. But there's a more simple solution. The Occam's razor of it all, the simplest answer is most often the real answer. People thought of an idea of, well, we're using 9% of the rocket just to store fuel and get it up to the upper end of the atmosphere. And then the last 5% is just getting the thing out of there. Why don't we get it all the way up there and just use the amount of fuel you need to leave the final part of the atmosphere? But how do we do that? Are you just going to throw it? Yes, <laughs> that's their idea. They've built this prototype that they've worked out in the computer where it's basically a, a spinning disc, but it's put at an angle like so. Mm-hmm. And it does. And, and it just it just rotates so fast. It takes like a couple hours and a ton of energy, like a rail gun, to wind this thing up. And it starts spinning to the point where you couldn't have a human being on board because the G-forces would, would be. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah, no way. Yeah. But as far as like launching up, like how SpaceX did, they launch up like satellites and stuff. And they had this whole, you know, rocket booster system. This idea is just to spin it around so fast and then just let it rock. And it just goes out at an angle. And it has so much force behind it that it takes very little actual ignition to just take off into space. And I think that's such a cool idea. Just <laughs> Instead of like launching satellites by just rockets and Cape Canaveral and shit, just fucking slingshot this thing, like whip it like a fastball. Yeah, there you're literally go. just whipping it Throw like it. this and throwing it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, so I it's hope magic. Five this, years, thing is, that'll be built. Dude, I hope this is built and I hope we can go see it because can you yeah. imagine? Oh, man. Can you imagine how loud that's going to be? So you oh, have, yeah. 
just spinning. I mean, <clears throat> faster than any, and the, the RPMs must be out of, out of. So here's the thing is, is so you're going to have an electrical induction motor type sound. It's like all a, electrical. Yeah. It's going to sound, it's going to sound like the, the trolley and you know, the green line, it's going to have that like, or, you know, Tesla electric car. Um, yeah. The wine. And then, and then it's going to have wind noise. Plus it's going to be breaking the sound barrier once it hits. Yeah, seven. So it's going to be cracking yeah. and it's going to be like in vibe. Like you're going to be like, what the fuck is that? And then again, like you said, it has to take, it's not going to be, it's going to have to take a few hours minutes or to hours to, to get to, to a yeah. speed of exiting the atmosphere. Before, you know, so it could have, it could arguably be getting up to, six seven eight nine ten ten eleven twelve thirteen thousand miles an hour before they let yeah, it go. It would have to because of the yeah. amount of force you need to actually leave the atmosphere i mean how so, fast a rocket goes it would have to do that without any actual rocket fuel so the sound of this thing is going to be insane i mean you're going to have usually when something's breaking the sound barrier as you know a whip will do it if you use a whip um yeah. uh a whip will break the sound barrier a um I'm trying to think of things on the ground, Uh, you know, bullets, obviously that type Uh, of thing. uh, Missiles can do it. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, but most of these things besides the whip are things that are um, passing by you quickly. This is going to be that it's instead of passing by quickly, it's going to be contained in a, in like a a sound barrier right next to you. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be constantly breaking the sound barrier right there. And it's, and you can't like, it's not like it's going over and you go, wow, that was loud. It's going to be just cracking it's going to be insanely loud. They really going to have to pay whatever township one. so much money to build it there. Cause it's going to be a fucking like crazy thing to have around. So crazy. It'd be so cool. I hope yeah. this happens, but you know, again, rocket launches are pretty fucking loud themselves. So They're about I mean, the loudest things you can stack. Actually the, I think the loudest thing you can go and see for the most part. I mean, they yeah, are rocket launch. Yeah. Insanely loud. Um, so they reminds added- me quickly of um, there's another idea. I don't think it's going to happen. Cause I think that I, I just imagine tire wear being a weird thing, but um, the new airport they're thinking of is, is looks like Daytona Speedway, you know, actually not Daytona. It looks more like a perfect circle. Um, oh, the, so, the band from uh, Maynard Keenan. The yes, Tool. Film. Yeah, like Tool's uh, other thing. Well, Ma- James Maynard Keenan's other thing. Um, but so airplanes take His off first and land Maynard, in a Speedway weird? type of thing that's banked really hard. So they, they oh, so they're they building fly. up speed like in a in a lap. Yeah, and then they take off and, and they're like, theoretically, it should work. I'm like, yeah, but one side of the airplane is getting all the G-forces on the wheels. But as the faster it goes, the less G-force it is on like a car where cars have downforce. It's like doing the opposite. Yeah. So, but, yeah. but overall, overall, if I was they're like, all right, we're taking off at uh, New Hampshire Speedway, I'd be like, in a 747, I'd be like. Everyone's in their seats like this. Yeah, literally like this. And you're like, okay. And then it's like taken off and it's like sideways. I'll be like, I don't know. I feel a little weird about that. I don't know. It'd be nerve wracking because there's no end of the runway. It's just more runway in front of you constantly so that would be very scary to uh, yeah well and if shit hits the fan you just get launched off of it like a bike ramp yeah there's no like um uh what do they call like the emergency landing like like you you fail the takeoff and you do the emergency the emergency landing would be like bank hard left really hard and try to lose momentum as you just hold back on that throttle and to keep and to keep a 747 on that thing that you know You've been to these tracks. The banking is insane. It doesn't look it when you're on it, but they're like, it, yeah, it's, stand, it's they're like, like this steep, you know. And they don't even, they don't even have wings. They're literally like just a little pill, a little pill. The edge of yeah. that. So you'd have to have the embankment account for an entire wing to not yeah. scrape it. Well, and last I checked, uh, I have not seen anyone complain about the length of runways. Like I've never worried about it myself. Yeah, 
We already have plenty of airports. In fact, I don't mind if they're extra long, you know, just in case we need some more room. Nothing wrong with extra long. It's fine. So I'm (laughs) sure too long, not wide is weird, but it's fine. So, so anyway, so, uh, so it sounds like you get some more questions to fire, to to turn us on. So what do you got? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm here to turn you on and turn the listeners on. Oh yeah. My, my second one was, uh, if you can remember one of your favorite jokes on the show, I, I could, I didn't think of a lot of them. I mean, if I went back and looked at all of them, they're all fantastic. I listened to two today, but I have one that I told which my favorite one I ever told because I laughed so hard at it. And you were just like, shut up. Dude. My favorite jokes. Um, I'll go with the first one that I thought of, which is when we were doing the, the episode, the history of giants, I came up with the idea of uh, someone having a foot fetish, but it was about, how many feet tall something is so you have, a, you have a foot fetish and you're into like shaquille o'neal because he's seven feet tall and i i just really it really tickled me I no like, i like that one that's good i'd say um since you turned me on to this yeah um i like uh we talk about when things were invented like <laughs> yeah that that is your best one yeah like the so banana was invented i come to and i also i also really we got to get back into measuring things in gorilla oh we, we've definitely i mean we came up with that during the podcast. It was so long. I mean, I think it was around the history Wounds? of Giants. Giants? Probably Giants? Yeah, yes. Giants, because we would so compare. that was, it was 10 definitely months stuff. ago when yeah. we did that episode, when we first did the... Uh, Wait, the, Giants was 10 months ago? Yeah. What? I mean, Giants was one of our earliest ones. It was only... Um, it was like episode 10. Yeah, I saw Clowns was in April, and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, April? Clowns was seven months ago, yeah. Crazy. So yeah, I'd say those two. Those are two of my favorite jokes. Absolutely. Yeah. And for the rest of it, just refer to the last two minutes of every episode. We always put the best stuff. The <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you want to know, last two minutes highlights. <laughs> the best jokes in there. So I wanted to take this portion of the podcast to talk about um, the guests we've had on the show, which yeah, we got so much better. Yeah, we got to shout out to those motherfuckers for showing yeah. up and kicking fucking ass because I don't know they if you guys know, things. but we fucking love our guests and we love having our guests on. And those episodes always end up being fucking smoking hot. They're, yeah, they're hot. They're hot. They're so hot, too hot to touch. You got to wear yeah, our smoking hot guests. Is that what we call them now? <laughs> the hot, yes. Hottest guests. Oh, hottest guests. But everybody is the hottest guests. So, sorry, yes. Dom. Everyone's so I wanted, I wanted to run down the list of our guests and just kind of remiss a little bit. We, first of all, we have guest Andrew, number one, Andrew, our oldest guest we ever had. He was Andrew. on two episodes early on. We have to yep. get him back on again because he really did help us out with the guesting so early on. He was on episode uh, uh, like three, five or four, and then like yeah. episode crypto like seven. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, he was uh, no, he was sending the box first, then crypto. Yeah, he was on two episodes in our first ten episodes, which he was our mm-hmm. only guest at the time. Which is mm-hmm. our favorite guest. So shout out to Andrew. For yeah, and since back. since then, I have I I have crypto and I have uh, and other you have a nuclear fusion device. <laughs> yes. And I do have a nuclear fusion device in my house. Um, the closest thing I have is this th- to a nuclear fusion device is this um, shoe polisher I got from Savers that's made by Dremel and it's from like the 50s. Pretty sweet. Don't know how it works, but I just press a button and it starts spinning. Could be nuclear power for all I know. Um, the closest I have is a microwave. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one too. Mm-hmm. Mine's probably closer than yours, but... I'd say yours is much closer. Yeah, it looks like it's straight out of Fallout, and that's why I'm saying this. Yeah, that's that's like power. Hey, this is the future. You just when you walk it when you leave the house, you just press this button and your shoes get polished. It's like one of those things. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I oh, know. I've it's seen cool. you use that. You've seen me use it. Yeah. I actually yeah. started using. It. Like I genuinely use it now. Like I use my <clears throat> black polish for my shoes. I get them all. I get the polish off, and I put it under there for the final finish. Fucking works. Awesome. Yeah. Really works. Uh, next, we also have um, our second guest we ever had in the show. Also, two episodes. They're tied for the second most episodes. Is uh, Alexander Skippy Skip. Wheeler. Yep, and Skip, yeah, we need you back, and we need you in person this time because we need, we need back, to have we need fun ball together. Um, exactly. Yep. He was on the episode uh, "An Offensive Account of the So Larry Funny," Bandini, which I think was our funniest episode until first maybe, fucking bangers. What it I was. Mean, I mean, like, I can't yeah. say that it wasn't like there. Those the bangers are in the banger category. Yeah. Not sure I can rate them. They're just yeah. All, I think they're all they're all the top tier. fucking banger, and that one was like a. But that was ass. probably our first like best funniest coolest episode we ever did. It was, it was such a banger. It was so fun to do, and that was a solid fucking banger. Mm-hmm. Solid, so funny. Up. Yep. Next, we have the, the one timer guests, um, which is yeah. uh, Doug Fiorentino on our episode mm-hmm. of about the Bermuda Triangle. Yep, we needed him. We needed a real pilot. He knew he knew the real pilot info. Yep, Doug was we, awesome, uh, enthusiastic. Could have done fun. it in the same room. We were actually in the same house, but we did it on Zoom because we had to, <laughs> to do the talking to each individual person. And he yep. didn't want to stay for the full three hours. Who could blame him? That episode yep. was long. But yeah. uh, shout out to shout out to Doug. And to another Doug. another one timer is uh, uh, Aaron Armitage. Aaron in Armitage. Our space colonization episode steps in. Space and be colonization. A great guest for that one. Yep. Aaron. Aaron will definitely be back. He's he, we want him on. He wants to be on. I love we'll come it. up with some more topics, get him back in here. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, another one-timer guest, another great guest as they all are on our episode about Wizards was Matt Watton. Matt Watton, solid which, fucking episode. Which, uh, you know, it was the I was solid our first guest that Dylan had never met before. He met him on Zoom. Uh, yeah. But I think we had a, had a fun time together talking about Wizards. Yeah, we sure did. That was a great episode. Yeah. Have Matt on. That was in like August. That was more recent than the rest of them. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that one was in, that one was six months ago damn damn yeah that's crazy and then um then we have a recurring uh guest who uh can't the stop hottest. we're trying to get rid of him actually um <laughs> <laughs> just keeps coming on and we're done yeah i, I don't like, think all right, all right this is your last one stop coming on get off yeah, yeah. and that You're is causing too much of a ruckus with this podcast yeah and yeah. To, to the viewers from what i hear it is everyone's favorite episodes is the episodes with this guest on it so even though i love all our guests the the listeners have spoken and that is uh don morrow uh, don morrow yeah the heavy hitter he's the yeah. if guest. you guys know how to get rid of this guy just let us know mm-hmm. we're trying he just yeah. keeps coming back on yeah so any ideas are open besides if you put the idea don't drink during the episode we won't hear that so anything besides that that might work we'll do that mm-hmm. yeah yeah we'll try yeah, uh, put some of those like fake, um, you know, th- like my neighbor's toy. You'd like looks like poop, and then you light it on fire. Then it looks like a snake running around. Maybe that. I have no idea what you're talking about. That sounds. Uh, he's this this kid was uh, he went to bad kid school, and I think he's not around anymore, oh, like no. physically. Um, but he was really mean to us all the time. Um, but he used to like put these. He used to light up fireworks in the middle of the street. But there was this thing that looked like poop, and then he'd have us go near it and see poop, and then it would light on fire, and then 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 run <laughs> around like a snake. So I was thinking maybe I was thinking maybe like nightmare could, fuel. I was thinking maybe we could use that to keep Dom away. Um, that might work. Yeah, we could we could do that. Um, maybe some some old classic stink bombs. Maybe um, yeah. Maybe, maybe a glass of wine. I mean, like, does he do, 
do you think do you think wine would make him turn into a pumpkin or something? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I've never seen him drink like wine. a wine type of guy. I've maybe maybe we'll be like, oh hey, we're here, and then like, oh hey, oh all we have is a, a barefoot Merlot. He'd be like, I'm out of here. I don't know. <laughs> He'd be like, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Yeah, I think that that might work for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be. Yeah, we'll see. Creative. We'll see what we can do. Yep. Um, but 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 we do. But I, of course, and I know so do you. Love all the episodes we did with them they're some yes. of our best yeah they're jokes aside fucking love it can't wait to have it back man absolutely yeah can't wait so uh yeah any more about guests you want to talk about i only have two things left here on our reminiscing list about guests yeah i think maybe that there's one guest that we've been I, I think two guests that we've been waiting to have on that haven't had on yet one of them is one of our most avid listeners and uh he's the shit actually we met his parents at the horseshoe pub not too long ago it's funny you said that so yes um uh, I don't know if that message got across, but uh, <laughs> yeah. to our favorite Tesla enthusiast, uh, Chris Hatch of um, talking to you, Chris. Yeah, talking to you, Chris. At uh, I think his his Instagram page is mod my EV or something like that. But um, he uh, we he's expressed interest in doing a episode on electric cars, which I think right. would be a fucking great episode. And we do need a guy like him to do that because neither of us. That. I don't know about you, Joe, but I don't know as much as him about this stuff. I know electric cars were the cars, first cars electric cars for sure yep. yeah so we uh we would love to have chris on um yeah. for an episode of uh talking about evs yeah, the future the past the present for sure EVs. and the other two guests that um one of them has made it clear he wants to go on the show the other one we're gonna have to drag into it and i'm sure he'd be happy to do it which is uh brendan collins and jeff ramos who are our most sought after guests Brendan Chris. expressed the fact that he has to do more drugs before he comes back on. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I can't He's waiting for one more experience so we can have an episode on a certain molecule. <laughs> the spirit molecule, perhaps, perhaps, but, uh, but perhaps. yeah, so we'll have, we'll have the, all those three on and then many yep. more guests in the future. We got to get on our shit about booking more guests because like I said, it just makes the episode better and it just makes it fun. Uh, we love booking the guests. Yeah. As much yeah. as I love me hearing you and you and me talk and yeah. platter on, uh, it's always great to have extra people. We could there. do this forever, but we just, it's uh, the more, the merrier. So mm-hmm. as, uh, so as my uncle always said, the more merrier. I think he meant that he came up with that. Um, so yeah, I, I got uh, two last questions for us here and this one's going to be tough. And I'll preface it by saying, I love every episode of the show. I have to edit all of it. And it has me laughing and smiling. I'm by myself in my apartment, just enjoying <laughs> us talking. I heard us talk the whole time. And I still, sure, I love the sound of my voice. That withstanding, I still love uh, watching us platter I on. I just can't believe you uh, You take phone calls from me on your free time to hear my voice again. Because you spent, <laughs> you hear it so much. It's <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, I, I will admit there is sometimes where i where I, I will uh i'll shit on you in the edit by being like stop coughing or i'll say shit like that i'd be like this fucking guy yeah and, or i'll have to uh power through me saying some dumb shit for five minutes off topic and i have to, I have to watch myself happen. say that and i'll be like yeah. look at this lame piece of shit yeah you're watching you are yourself watching yourself yeah i'm watching myself be a, be a moron i'm like this is gonna be yep. rough uh, so yeah that, that happens but I wanted to ask what, if you had to pick, they're all great, but what is your least favorite episode we've done uh, as of today? Ooh, I was, I was preparing for favorites. So that'll be the last one. Uh, least favorites. Yeah. Um, it's gotta be, I think, God, that's a hard question. Um, yeah. So 
I think probably, you know, as I was going to say cryptocurrency, just cause like it pisses me off. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was very informative, but it, well, no, no, it, it, it pisses me off cause it's a thing. And like, that's a future that we need to start thinking about if anyone wants to have any wealth. And that's why we had the pockets, but it's usually <laughs> like, we have to address this. It's like, a, we got to talk about it. We got to address this. Yeah. It's something we got to do. Um, my least favorite episode is like, I mean, God damn it. I mean, I don't know. Like, probably, I'm just going to say cryptocurrency because mm -hmm. it's because it, it's a personal thing. It's not even that, like, it's that episode. We had fun that episode. Yeah. Um, it was a fun episode. Um, I learned a I lot. Learned so the much. reason the reason I'm in a hard time saying this is my least favorite one is because I just don't hate any episode that we had. Like, or I don't Me neither. Like, I, I knew it would be a tough question. It's true. But I, I it's a tough question. But I, I'm saying this is just because <coughs> cryptocurrency is a hard reality for some people like me. Yep. Yep. It's like this is like, you know, things were so simple 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Was like, well, they're more simple. And now it's like now a sudden cryptocurrency seems is pretty shocking to most people, but then you realize that the metaverse is is really the, is is the next thing, and you can make money off that too. And it's like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, oh, if you go buy in the metaverse and you buy property now with your real money, it might yeah. be worth. The, it's like do it's like investing in a three family in Boston in the eighties and now, and then in the future, it's going to be worth so much money. Cause that's an actual, it's like fucking God damn it. Yeah. This shit's it's gotta happening. be like when people first learn like, about like investing, where you usually just build your own house with your friends. And then it's like, yeah. you want to uh, take a loan out from a bank and buy a property. People have been like, what is all this? It's so complicated. It's complicated and stupid. It's even crazy. Now we're like, used to that idea. Cryptocurrency is like, you know, like there's a fucking Joe, uh, the tiger man, um, exactly. you know, Joe exotic, coin now and, and like that's having things and you're like should i buy that because like i don't give a fuck but if i buy this at 0.000006 uh cents on the fucking cent um yeah but in, in a year it might pop like dogecoin which means it's not even close to a cent but all of a sudden my thousand dollar investment turned into eight hundred thousand dollars it's like yeah. i don't give a shit what the that's what sarge did with the, the shiba coin which is like a knockoff yeah. of dogecoin he he has like a hundred thousand of them so if it even goes to like one, one cent would give him a half a million dollars yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so it's like this it's it's a reality and like it's a fun it's fun but it just it just pisses me off like it's like me too it's like blurring the lines of reality so it's it's not the episode it's the topic i'm like mm -hmm. oh and like i said i have I, as they say i hold crypto which means i have like hldn a couple hundred dollars of like closer to 500 and like two different things. Cause I'm like, I just need to fucking see maybe this yeah. will work out. Maybe it won't, but it just pisses me off. So like I learned something from it and I actually bought stuff after that. Yeah. Cause I was like, you know what, whether I think, whether I agree with this or not, it's probably a good idea to do it. Yeah. But that's just the harsh reality of that. So that's my answer. What's yours? Uh, my answer. Uh, I got two of them, uh, but one of them sticks out for me is uh i think my answer is the amazon and that's just because we, it was our first live episode we were finding our footing and doing that podcast live we weren't used to it and also the first 45 minutes didn't record. that's what it was yeah so we had to redo the whole first hour again and it was so forced and i had such a fun time designing uh 
this with you and the whole idea mm-hmm. of doing the podcast live. So all of the things around it were so much fun that I'll, I'll never hate that episode. But as far as like the actual episode itself, it's like, ah, that one was rough because it was yeah. just, it was and we hit the ground it. pretty fucking drunk when we started too, because we yeah, were we started recording it. at like 11 o'clock at night. We usually start like seven. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we were like already like, okay, so yep. Amazon. So even though that is a landmark episode by being our first in-person episode, I still think I, if I had to pick one, that was the worst, the, my least favorite. Uh, it would be that one. Which reminds me, we need to do an episode on the Outback. The Outback. Yeah, sure. Because it's a conundrum. And a close second would be Jesus is an alien because we didn't know the format of the podcast. It always went off. We just, <laughs> yeah. It can't be my least favorite because it's the first one ever and it, it means a lot to me. Um, but as far as the, the nature of the way we do our podcast now, it's, it, it's unrecognizable <laughs> to what we do now. Yep. But one thing I do like is we're like, um, it's at the know, tone, though. I was like, you know, we're, we're, I'm Dylan and you're like, and you're like, and I'm Joe. Like you did it like this cool, like, I'm, <laughs> I, I like the way that you introduce yourself. on that episode more than any other episode like you just did like this like ready to rock like i'm joe it was like this cool thing so that's one thing you were jazzed up yeah we were were both jazzed. so yeah my answer is the amazon not that one but that one was rough too yep yeah jesus was an alien yeah so now i'll ask you the final one which is i won't make you pick a a favorite episode but you'll have to pick three that way you don't have to name number one you have to name three that are some of your favorites Okay. And that to be number one. They all are up there for you. Yep. All right. So um, clowns. Clowns. Obviously, got to be on there for you. That holds a place near and dear to you. Definitely clowns. Uh, top 10 birds. Oh, yeah. Top 10 birds. <laughs> it's so good. And oh, my God. This is even harder. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So clowns apocalypse survival team yep and i said top 10 birds but it might change hang on so i don't know harry houdini dude oh my god and then ghosts what how am i supposed to pick this so madame de madame de voyage dude i don't know i mean all right so pick one with a guest i'm gonna do Apocalypse survival team. And then I'm going to do clowns, no question. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, uh, okay. Um, Let's just go with, okay, probably vampires. Vampires. Vampires oh, was man. a great fucking. <laughs> such a all of that episode. was so good. So, all right. So we got vampires, top ten survival team, clowns. Mm-hmm. So I've got one uh, Zoom, which is yeah. always our least preferred, but it right. ended, but some of most them fucking hot as fuck. Yeah. But it's always more fun in person. Um, so yes. So Zoom is clowns, in per a guest, apocalypse survival team, and then. Um, uh, in person vampires vampires that's, and vampires that's a good way to pick just it. for the record vampires was up against a lot of things including fucking heat it was hot as shit <laughs> yeah it so was hot. it seems like it wasn't that long ago but it was summer weather when we did it. yeah it was really we had to turn the ac hot. off between takes every time yeah rattle yep where you can still hear that in the uh the episode about um 
no i think it was that episode like the, the last yeah. 30 minutes you can hear the ac going because we were so mm-hmm. hot and i was barely wearing anything and you were dressed to the nines so i got yeah, it was all up yeah it was i was moving you can accuse dylan a lot of things but not you can't accuse him of not committing to the to the costume he That's goes true. all out yeah time excuse so me I like, that, else, but... I like that uh, format you had which is one zoom one guest and one in person and i'll go yeah. the same way um, for my Zoom, I I kind I almost wanted to pick the Gardner Gardner Museum heist because that was I know so that was good. such a fun episode and it was one of the only topics that I knew zero about before we started. Yeah, I mean I know a little bit about a lot of things, but not a lot about anything. But this was one topic I had no idea about. We came up with the idea when we were riding bikes, and you so you never heard of that. And then the amount I learned about it, the, the amount of fun I had talking to you about it, and speculating about the heist and all the shit for so long and you even ended up buying me one of the pieces of art stolen from the thing beautiful piece it always holds a a dear place in my heart but as far as the actual episode goes i'm gonna pick ghosts for my zoom oh thank you so much i'm so glad someone picked it yeah the second i saw you we both uh, i was actually in this undisclosed location (laughs) when that was aired and we um and uh, I went to town on my thing. Then we didn't talk about costumes. We just knew we were talking about ghosts. And then we just, yep. We turned the zoom on and just laughed for the first time. I was two a ghost and you were a priest. That is such a good fucking episode. It's insane. Yeah. I'm I think that so was one of our first that. ones where we really kicked it up a notch. Uh, yep. As far as the podcast goes. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the, uh, one of the first ones where we had, we had it all figured out, which I love. So I would pick yeah. that one for that. Um, for the, uh, for the, the one with a guest, I I would be very inclined to pick the very next episode after Ghost, which is the Harry Houdini one, because it was so good with yep. the guest. It was just so hit good. after hit after hit. But Fucking because of the awesome. fact that you didn't pick it, I got to pick top 10 birds, man. Top you got to pick birds. that, man. You got to fucking pick it. It's yep. so good. It's well, still, as far as I know, it's our longest episode we ever made. And it's the uh, it started the top 10 tradition that you had the idea of doing a top 10 birds. And I was like, that's, that has nothing to do with our podcast at all, but I love the idea. And you were totally right I'm about sure it. where that came and, from, but that is... And of course, we said, well, why don't we just spring this on Dom? He had like 24 hours to decide, and I knew he was going to be down for it, and he was. Yep. So top 10 birds for that. And the in-person ones, um, since you took vampires, which probably would have been my pick because that one was so much fun, I'm going to pick... I know it sounds cheesy because we just did it. I'm going to pick big time blunders man i had so much fun doing that with you we, we were laughing our balls off yeah. and it wasn't it, it showed the spirit of the podcast where we, we had some stuff prepared God, but, that was good but yep. for the majority of it we're just going off on stories and, and yeah yeah so yeah it was it was like a it was like the evolved format of an in-person mm-hmm. podcast in every way yeah. it was just it was it was just every single just so everyone knows every single episode we do we're like that was a masterpiece like everyone yeah. evolves they're all the my favorite really with new ideas they're like literally it's hard to because like it's it's hard to have a favorite kid you know like yeah they're all but like i feel like but you do you have a favorite kid sure, no one yeah. says that but and this is like currency really is hard not our favorite <laughs> what and cryptocurrency is the black sheep <laughs> is the black sheep but but as these went along it's just insane how like you like every single one of them is like you're like shit that was like a real good piece of art almost you know I think so too. Yeah, that's how I feel. So, uh, what do you think? Final thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts. We're getting that point, so.
final thoughts is it's just it's been an emotional funny fucking awesome experience and year and i can't think of anyone else i'd rather be with than you joe fucking great podcast <clears throat> great year great uh great year of podcasting more than anything mm-hmm. and um and i'm just excited for you know looking at the format of other folks in their podcasts they do this for fucking years this is just something they fucking do you make it a part of your week part of your month whatever it is you just keep moving absolutely it keeps moving so those are my final thoughts i'm just excited just just not even for the future because the future just this is just consistent now it's just a consistency (laughs) of of something that people get to look forward to throwing this on in the car and the fucking uh you know taking a shit wherever wherever you work choose to listen you know it's 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 how it goes down so um so yeah yeah, Final yeah thoughts. i couldn't it's been agree more awesome. man um i'm so happy that because like i told you when we first started i had to listen to the podcast for years i listen to podcasts constantly i barely even listen to music and when you came to me with the idea we should do a podcast together my first thought is are you serious because <laughs> i was 100 in i just didn't want you yeah. to not be serious about it because i know you break yeah. my heart but you were yeah. serious and we kind of had you know, weird. Oh, we'll do it on Zoom. I'll use my headphones. You'll use well, your laptop. COVID, it was fucked. So, like, we didn't have any other option. I, I, could, I mean, you're basically the person I talked to the most during that time because yeah. you didn't didn't see anybody, didn't talk to anybody. So, yeah. it's one of the good things that came out of being locked down in our houses, which is the idea of starting this podcast. So, yeah, I basically, it's, you know, echo back all the shit you said. It's been a great time. So yeah. many fun uh, experiences. You get to learn a lot, you get to joke around a lot, and we get to make fun stuff together that we get to look back on like days like today and say oh wasn't that funny wasn't that fun and i hope we keep doing it and it, it keeps uh growing and being more interesting every time yeah yeah and we keep everybody else hard too i mean they're all like yeah, i want them i want them fully messing yeah we everyone's just uh going through their lives and doing things you throw it on listen to us talk about some shit learn something you always learn something we learn something yeah. every time I and, um, every week yeah and it's it's uh who knows what's next I mean, uh, I, I mentioned the Outback and then I mentioned, I like uh, and then I think for guests, I think it's the most fun for us. And then we, we're going to stick with some top tens for a while. Mm-hmm. Anybody has a top oh, yeah, 10? Don't worry. Uh, as, as long as we can keep doing it, we will keep doing top tens every 10th episode. I think it's a great format. It's some of our best episodes we ever do. Yeah. The top 10 scary movies was, even though I didn't pick it for the list, just because the top 10 birds is such a, like a benchmark for us. Top 10 scary movies was maybe our best episode we ever did. <laughs> oh great. yeah. It was fucking, it was incredible. And it was, it was hard to talk to me about it was like, that is like the benchmark for like their favorite episodes so far. So very good. Great. So any ideas, any feedback, anything, anything you want to see, you want to be on this podcast, you come to us with some good fucking idea. We'll make it happen. I know we're Um, broken records here, but like, just, if you want to be on it, you're on. There's there's no competition. You are on it. You are on it. Yep. So we'll make, we'll make it happen. So yeah. Thanks we'll to see. all of our listeners over uh, this past year, man. I know that's not, you know, thousands of you, but all of you have been so cool to us and, you know, feedback and you know, watching the the visual of the podcast or just listen to it. I mean, it's been so cool to have people uh, watching and listening and all that stuff. Really appreciate you guys. Yeah. It's almost surreal too. Like you see the numbers and you see this and you're like, mm-hmm. wow, like, cool. Like we thank you guys more than anything. Yeah. Thanks for, I mean, don't get us wrong. We would do it without you yeah <laughs> that's actually a good point is that people it's are really like, cool seeing that but we wouldn't have this podcast of the listeners we would but we wouldn't yep. be as fun 
Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. It wouldn't be as fun without guests and listeners, but we would definitely do it without you. We'd still but do when it. When we see that happens, we go, thank you so much. Like, we appreciate um, it. Not sure if you guys know this, but we don't make money off this podcast yet. We do not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those were in town Whether we do or don't, it's still the machine's moving forward. Um, exactly. But, uh, but seeing that you guys are supportive and listen right in, help us with stuff. We've had people help us with Instagram shit and these oh, things. We get better about that. But it's mm-hmm. been um, just, we, we're thankful to everybody who's out there. That's all. So we'll see you guys next week for fucking something. <laughs> so that's it. And that's the uh, Dylan Joe Basin podcast, episode 13. Just kidding. Episode 43. <laughs> episode 43. <laughs> and um, we'll see you guys in a few days for something else. Here's to another year. Here's another year. Cheers. Cheers. Not bad. Welcome to Salem, brother. The opening song was Kiss. Um, da, 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 da. So, thousands of employees got an so email that said that New Horizons and Marlboro, this shit's coming down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, uh, Cummings, the CEO, said, I, I don't want any bad press. Surprise! We don't press. know what our plans are yet, but we really got to think about this one because if you want bad press, too sharp. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay, exactly right. That's so funny. It's like I'm not just some dumb frat guy. Okay, I can show you that by bullying people weaker than me. She's like, "What are you talking about?" She goes, "We were just there last month." She's like, "That's New Jersey," <laughs> because everyone who she sees is Indian. She's like, "Oh, that's Indian." <laughs> she goes, "India." India's oh. New Jersey. <laughs> India's New Jersey. That's great. <laughs> but uh, most importantly, Philadelphia is still just as boring. Um, still a terrible cool. Like, we thank you guys more than anything. Yeah. Thanks for. I mean, don't get us wrong. We would do it without you. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good point. <laughs> to me, it look like a leprechaun to me. I got to do a little bit of a tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? Yeah! yeah!